0: Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends.
1: It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is a great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we are not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do.
0: Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do, and
1: they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken.
0: These giants would live way up in the highlands. The young braves, the
1: young men would hide him
0: in the trees, and wait for one of these twelve footers to come walking down the path, and they would jump on him and kill him, drag him back to the village, and the village would feast on the body. Freedom!
1: <laughs> then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear.
0: You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness.
1: Welcome back to the millennial mustard seed podcast. I'm your host, Rod, and thank you for being here with me for another episode. I'm joined by David Chavis. He talks about the Godhead. We dive into the scriptures, and he pretty much takes the floor and breaks down for us the Godhead. This is a very important episode, and it was an honor to have Bro David here to remind us of what the Word says about God. God is a spirit. Those who worship God must worship in spirit and in truth. And this is one of those crazy cool episodes where we get right into Bible and David has it laid out real nice and smooth for us to be able to understand what God says about himself. And a lot of scripture is used in this episode. If you feel like you want to get a notepad and a pen or pencil ready, that might be a really good idea just to take some notes and to build a template for you guys to go back and do a Bible study on this topic. What does God say about himself? And forgive me, you guys, on this episode, I had a little bit of trouble with the recording. Let's just say my microphone is pretty jacked up. I don't talk too much. Unfortunately, I had to snip myself out quite a bit to salvage this one but it still is very listenable more important than anything the content is a plus and you guys please leave me that five star rating and review consider helping donate in our time of need you'll find all that information down in the details in the show notes Please reach out to me, get in contact with me through the new email address that is listed in the details in the show notes. If you have a story, a supernatural experience, a revelation, or just some kind words to say, or if you'd like to come on here and have a conversation with me, I think it would be really cool to get some more listeners involved with the mustard seed. I want to give a quick shout out to my best buddy, Basil and Gans over at Canary Cry Radio, One of their most recent episodes, they gave a a couple different shout-outs to us here on the Mustard Seed, and I thought that was super awesome. I did not expect that. I listen to these guys quite regularly, and I was listening the other day, and I just kind of was like, what? This is the coolest thing ever. They gave us a shout-out. So re-shouting them back out. You guys are awesome. And I can't wait to have Gans on the podcast to talk with him. I won't waste any more time. We're going to get right into this episode about the Godhead, because I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Let's go.
0: Yeah, brothers and sisters, my name is David Chavis. I'm from Newport News, Virginia. Right now, I'm living in Georgia, though, in the Atlanta area.
1: And you are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Amen. Okay. All right, David. Well, bro, it is an honor to have you here on the show. Man, thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for having me. It
0: it is an honor to do this with you, brother. I usually shy away from these type of things, man, but I feel like I should be here. So
1: I appreciate you, bro, for allowing me to be on your platform. Before we get into what the word says about God, I want you to share a little bit of your testimony. So just give us like a 30,000 foot view, get the the listeners familiar with who you are as a man, as a husband, kind of where you came from, anything that you feel willing to share. I'm really nobody special,
0: honestly and truly, man. I mean that. I guess I guess you could say that I went to a Pentecostal church when I was younger, uh me and my brother both. I really really didn't have no interest in any of that stuff though, man. I you know, I went on Sundays and went to Sunday school. My grandma, this is something that she forced us to do. And as soon as I got of age to, you know, to really be able to rebel against going to church and all that, I, I stopped doing that. And I lived for the world majority of my life. You know, I got an awesome brother, man, who got saved at 15 years old. He's like one of the few people that I know who really, walks with jesus christ you know i've seen it my whole entire life and i can testify to it and it's because of him man and his prayer relentless prayers the bible says that the prayer of a righteous man avails much man and i just i I feel like my brother's tears man has has moved the spirit of god to to move on me and to really pull me out of darkness and to work on my heart and and change who I am. I was in the street. I didn't care about God. I didn't care about nothing but myself. You know what I'm saying? I was smoking weed. Thank God. I never got into, uh, got into any hard drugs, man, but I was just a criminal, man. I was always in and out of jail, in and out of prison. I mean, really, just like the rest of the world, just like a lot of guys that I grew up with, man, we was we was, we was just in the world and doing the things of the world, not being led by the spirit, but being led by our own will mm. in God's mercy, he began dealing with me. And this this wasn't an overnight thing either. And it's definitely not over because the Lord is still dealing with me and He's still working on my heart. Yeah. But I can say he really began to deal with me. Like I said, man, it, there, there isn't a pinpoint, an aha moment. Because I've had so much covering and prayer, man, God's been dealing with me my whole life. It took my whole life to get to where I'm at. And God has been patient. You know, I don't, I don't want to speak as though I'm already there, man, but... Mm. God's been dealing with me my whole life, uh, Rod, and, and and right now I'm just at a place to where uh, I'm choosing to pay attention. Yeah. God has shown me. I'm I'm looking at my past. I'm looking at at the whole journey that brought me to today, to this conversation. And it's just it's 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 just God's grace. And God allowed me to see him not like with my eyes, but a lot he revealed himself to me in spirit and showed me and confirmed that he is who he is. You know what I'm saying? And and that he does love me and that he did die for me and that everything in the Holy Scriptures is 100% dead on. So, So God's been revealing himself to me my entire life and he's been patient. He never took back his breath that 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 we all have, you know. The Bible says, "All the while, my breath is in me; the spirit of the Lord is in my nostrils." Thank God in His mercy that I still have mine. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of people that I grew up with, they they're gone, and their time for repentance is up. And in God's grace, and in God's mercy, and in all the mess, man, robberies, uh, 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 uh just, bro, I, 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 I man. I was, you know, I'm not trying to get into too much detail, man, but I was just in all types of wickedness. God has already pulled me from so much wickedness, you know, just the way that I live my life now. And he's still working on me, brother. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to get there until I hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I think that's 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 the goal for all of us is, is, is just to hear that. And, you know, God continues to deal with me and continues to, to make changes within my heart. I can honestly say at this point in my life, I have a sincere desire to serve God and to just really completely die to my own self and to who I used to be. It's quite
1: a journey, brother. God's calling us deeper and deeper from glory into glory, and we're demolishing all arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God now that we are in Christ Jesus and we are taking captive our thoughts into the obedience of Christ. This is the testimony. This is the glory of what God is doing with us in this day and age. Right. Have you had any supernatural experiences over the course of your life, dream, vision, encounters of any kind that you'd like to share? Honestly, man, me being alive is a <laughs> supernatural. This is experience. true. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
0: I'm saying that. I'm saying that with with all honesty, man. I, I mean that. I mean it, it. It sounds kind of funny, you know what I'm saying? It does, but I, I genuinely mean that. The breath in my lungs right now today is a supernatural experience. Why do you say that, David? Because it doesn't have to be there. And I hope I hope people can 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 feel what I'm saying because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to be funny. A lot of people have dreams and visions, you know what I'm saying? I, I haven't had any of that stuff, man. But the breath in my lungs right now, it's a supernatural experience that I'm experiencing right now in real time because it doesn't have to be
1: there. We breathe in. And uh, where he's there, there's no place we can go from him. So right. a humbling and powerful perspective, sincerely. I appreciate <laughs> that, brother. We're going to be talking about the Godhead. Give us the breakdown. How did you get to this point And what are we going to be going over regarding the Godhead?
0: Well, I got to this point because what people said and what people taught me confused me. And then when I felt like I understood I'd run into another verse that just didn't fit into the explanation that I was given. And it just confused me, man. So for about three years, I just looked into it. I really wanted to know who Jesus was. I just wanted to know because I knew the explanations that I was hearing, they were faulty and people meant, well, you know, I'm not saying that people were intentionally trying to, deceive me that's not what i'm saying but people just don't know you understand what i'm saying the bible says great is the mystery of godliness you know that word mystery if you look it up in the greek it's mysterio and mysterio doesn't even mean mystery at all it means secret you know god is a secret you know he hides himself and he only reveals himself to people that look for him well, David, why do you say that God hides Himself? Because the the prophet said, "Thou art a God that hides Thyself," and He tells His secrets to the prophets. He told His secrets to the prophets. Jesus told His secrets to the apostles. His apostles. He said to you, "It's given to know to know the mystery." And again, that word is mysterio. To you, it's given to know. Uh, to you, it's given to know the secret. You know what I'm saying? God does things in secret and he hides things and he does them according to times and he does it according to measures. And that's all throughout the Bible. I don't believe in oneness. I don't even know what that is. People who teach oneness, they, they mean well, you know, I'm not a Trinitarian and people who teach that God is three separate, distinct persons, that make up one God, you know what, man? I don't think that they're necessarily trying to deceive people. I think they mean well, you know what I'm saying? But we got to get back to Bible. All of us have to get back to Bible. The Bible says things written aforetime are written for our learning. Jesus said, believe on me as the scripture has said. And so I just started going to the Bible and I really just wanted to get a better understanding. So I went to the beginning. I started with a foundation. I found a foundation in John four twenty four. God is a spirit. Mm-hmm. What kind of a spirit is he? Psalms 90, verse 1 and 2, or verse 2. Psalms 90, verse 2. He's from everlasting to everlasting. You know, God is a spirit who's from everlasting to everlasting. Isaiah lets us know that the name of God is from everlasting. Hebrews lets us know that the angels in heaven are spirits. The the Bible says that he's the father of spirits. Should we not rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? All things in heaven are spirits. In the beginning, God is a spirit. Even Balaam, one of the most controversial prophets, said, God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. So I started with the basis of God is a spirit. When God breathed into Adam, it was a spirit that breathed into Adam. Now, Adam is the first flesh and blood human being that was called son of God according to Luke chapter 3 starting at verse 38 which is the son of Enos which is the son of Seth which is the son of Adam which is the son of God so Adam was the first fleshly human being to be called son of God Adam wasn't begotten no, God created him God formed a, a body from the dust of the ground Part of Adam came from the ground. Then he breathed into Adam and man became a living soul. Mm -hmm. So part of Adam comes from the ground. Part of Adam comes from heaven. When we die, we go back to two different places. The part that comes from the ground goes back to the ground and the spirit goes back to God who gave it. So man comes from two different places. That is the image of man. The image of man is made up of two things earth and spirit. Now, we were made in the image of God. The image of man comes from two different places. This lets you know that the image of God also comes from two different places Mm. because we're made in his image. So, when you fast forward to Jesus, you know, Jesus was around before Jesus was around. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I said, <laughs> I, said, I said, Jesus was around before Jesus was around. <laughs> In the beginning, God was a spirit. He is a spirit. His name was Jesus from the very beginning. Let's do it like this. I'll take my time. Uh, and I know you got a time limit, man. So we can just pick up where we left off. Let me, just, let me just really, really, really break it down. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. John 4, 24 lets us know that God is a spirit. Numbers 23, 19 says this, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. So right there, Numbers 23, 19 lets us know that God is not a man. Deuteronomy 6, 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, that lets you know that God is one singular spirit. First Kings 827, but will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold the heaven and the earth. <laughs> Behold the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house that I have built heaven and earth can't contain God. God is everywhere. God is outside of his creation. Psalms 90 verse two, before the mountains were brought forth for Or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Has no beginning, has no ending. Isaiah 43, 11. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Listen, this is an Isaiah. God called himself a Savior Mm. before the Savior got here. Amen. Isaiah 44, 6. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. Listen, God is a spirit from everlasting to everlasting. He is a Redeemer. He is a Savior. Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. This is what, now listen to verse 10. This is Isaiah 46, verse 10. Listen to what God does. Pay attention real good. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. My counsel shall stand and I will do my pleasure. God is the type of God who declares the end from the beginning. God is a spirit, a redeemer, a king a savior god is invisible david where's the bible say that god is invisible paul said to the (laughs) paul said this first uh first Timothy 117 now unto the king eternal immortal invisible the only wise god be honor and glory forever and ever amen Isaiah sixty three sixteen. doubtless thou art our father, though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledges us not. Thou, O Lord, art our father, our redeemer. Thy name is from everlasting. Exodus 6, 3. Let me just pause there and paint the picture for you. According to the scripture that we just read, because the Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today. And forevermore, because God doesn't change. So before God created anything, he's a spirit from everlasting to everlasting. He's a savior. He's a king. He's a redeemer. This is who God is. This is who God is before the son of man ever walked here.
1: Honestly, all of us that are believers should be Bereans. We should be studying daily with a readiness of mind, accepting all that which is true. We should understand these threads about the word. But we're gently kind of becoming aware that as God is working it out in us, he's also using and working through us to work this out in other people. But just that this revelation alone that you're talking about, I have a couple thoughts that pop up and it really... It really makes me wonder why the the church at large around the world doesn't have this same stance where we come to the word first and see the agreement and, and the multiple applications of the word agreeing deeper and deeper about who God is. It really makes me wonder why there's so many denominations. But one of the thoughts that came to mind as you were sharing these scriptures, God shows up in the burning bush to talk with Moses. Right. God's outside of time. He's the creator of it. He's the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega. So how could anybody or any religion try to put a restriction on how he interacts with what he created? Speaking of the
0: burning bush, I'm going to I'm going to come back to that. We'll put a pin in that and come back. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to come back to it. You won't even have <laughs> I want to be,
1: you to because that, you, you, that's you always been even, something where I'm like, yeah.
0: The scriptures that we just went over paints an accurate picture of who God is. God is a spirit. God is a king. God is a redeemer. God is a savior. God is invisible. God is from everlasting to everlasting. This is who God, that's who breathed into Adam. Yeah and his name was Jesus before the son of God ever walked here, before the son of man ever walked here. The spirit that I'm describing that the Bible is describing. He had a name and his name is Jesus. David show me in the old Testament where God called himself Jesus. He didn't. Why? Because that name was a secret, and it was to be revealed at a certain time. It was to be revealed in a certain day. It wasn't meant for Moses or the Israelites at that time to know the name Jesus. Now Moses might have na- n- He might have known the name, and that's speculation. That's not Bible, and I'm telling you I'm speculating. He may have known the name. Why? Because the Bible says that he tells his prophets his secrets. And if you want me to, I'll Google it real quick and give you book, chapter, and verse where it says that. Or we can move on. Doesn't matter to me. But <laughs> Abraham didn't know God as Jehovah no Abraham only knew God as God Almighty or El Shaddai Mm -hmm. if I would have walked up to Abraham and said praise Jehovah Abraham probably would have accused me of blasphemy or he might have thought that I was some type of idol worshiper Because he didn't know God as Jehovah. David, does the Bible say that Abraham didn't know God as Jehovah? Absolutely. If we go to Genesis, no, Exodus chapter 4. I'm going to give you book chapter and verse for this because I just want to make this clear. We go to Exodus chapter 4. It's not Exodus four. It's Exodus chapter six, starting at verse three. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac and unto Jacob by the name of God almighty or El Shaddai. Mm -hmm. But by my name, Jehovah was I not known to them. See God reveals things according to times. Mm -hmm. And it was not time for the name Jesus to be revealed. In fact, there's one instance in the Bible where uh, in, 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 in Judges, let me just go to Judges chapter 13 real quick so we can play this out real fast. There was a instance where this guy named Manoah and his wife, they seen god and they asked him his name well let me just read it to you let me just read it to you judges chapter 13 starting at verse 18 now for context you can read this entire chapter but i don't need to do that to make this point point. and the angel of the lord said unto him why askest thou thus after my... Let me start at 17. Judges 13, 17 says this. And Manoah said unto the angel of the Lord, What is thy name? That when thy sayings come to pass, we may do the honor. Now listen to what the angel of the Lord said. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest thou thus after my name? Seeing it is a secret. Now, somebody's going to say to themselves... David, that don't say that 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 was God that just says it was an angel of the Lord great I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up let's just scroll down let's scroll down to judges 13 21 and like I said whoever is hearing this you can, you can go back and get full context you don't have to take my word for it but we'll scroll down to judges 13 verse 21 but the angel let's see let's see who the angel of the Lord is. And then we'll get into the burning bush. But the angel of the Lord did no more appear to Manoah and his wife. By the way, Manoah was the father of Samson, just in case people don't know. But the angel of the Lord did no more appear to Manoah and to his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was an angel of the Lord. And Manoah said unto his wife, we shall surely die. Why? Because we have seen God. Now, I'm dealing with the name. Let me finish up the name and then I'm going to go back to this because that's going to, I can segue into the burning bush and just clear that up real quick. Okay. The name of God is a secret at this particular time. It wasn't revealed until Jesus revealed it. Jesus prayed in John 17 He said, I have manifested thy name. Why is it Mm -hmm. that the name Jesus wasn't manifested until then? Because Zechariah prophesied about this. Zechariah prophesied. He said in, let me just pull up the prophecy. Let me just pull it up real quick and do it like that. In regards to the name of God, Zechariah 14, 9. This is a prophecy. Listen to this. Zechariah 14, 9. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. Now, and the Lord shall be king over all the earth. And then it goes on to say, in that day, there would be a certain day. In that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. There was a certain day when we wouldn't have to say El Shaddai. We wouldn't have to say Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nietzsche, Jehovah Skenu. We could sum up everything that God is with one name. And at that name, every knee shall bow. And in that name, neither is there salvation in any other, nor is there any other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's at the name of Jesus Christ that every knee shall bow. You understand? Jesus is the name of the everlasting spirit who is also a king, who is also invisible, who is also from everlasting to everlasting, who is a savior and a redeemer. That is who he is. That's who he's always been before heaven or earth was created. Jesus Christ is God. It was Jesus Christ that breathed into Adam and man became a living soul. Now, Jesus, the son of man, said this, no man has seen God at any time. Let me pull that scripture up real quick because I want to I want to bring some clarity and I want to show you that it means exactly that. No man has seen God at any time. Let me just pull that up real quick Mm. and uh, we'll go from there. Sounds good john 1 18 that says no man has seen god at any time and that's exactly what that means no one in the old testament ever seen god that includes god in the burning bush why why do you say that no man has seen god at any time because in in exodus chapter 17 and i'm, I'm not even going to mess with the mess mess with the link I'm just going to leave my phone as it is in 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 Exodus 17 God has a conversation with Miriam and Aaron because mm-hmm. they were talking bad about Moses and God told God told Miriam and Aaron that he speaks to his prophets through dreams and visions hmm But with Moses, it is not so. With Moses, he will speak face to face, even apparently and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. So in the Old Testament, the visions that people had, Manoah and his wife, they seen the angel of the Lord. That was a similitude of God. The burning bush that was a similitude of god why because no man has seen god at any time it was the son of man who declared him who revealed him you understand what i'm saying yeah so so you know that's that's kind of w- without without going in any any deeper you know in in this particular episode man not that, that that's kind of I really looked into this, man. I picked this this topic apart. Like I really, really, really picked this topic apart. There's there's a scripture, man, that that boggles people people's minds and 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 they trip
1: over it not on purpose. They, so, you know- go ahead. Jesus is with the disciples, and they say, "When are you going to show us the Father?" And he says, "Have you not been with me long enough? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father." Which brings into that agreement the idea that like Jesus is the name above all names, like all these other names of God, all these other aspects of how God was revealing himself through specific time slots, according to his purpose and design, all of it, that like the apex of the, <laughs> the, the character of God is expressed to us in Yahushua Hamashiach in Jesus right. Christ. Absolutely. Jesus so, said, go ahead, brother. it's amazing. No, it's just amazing when Jesus says that, because it, like, I knew that scripture, this is going above and beyond just knowing scripture. Like we, we are called to have rhema or interaction with the living word of God. And that means thinking about it, meditating on it, diving into it. And that's what I see you doing. That's what I do. Not nearly enough. And I'm hoping that's what the audience will do from this episode here, bro. But again, give me, give me what your thoughts are there. Yeah, that, that very scripture that
0: you just quoted, right? That scripture... Of course, we know is 100% true. Yeah. If, if you have seen me, you have seen the father, right? Mm-hmm. But without the Old Testament and without about 150 other scriptures that's in the Bible, if a person were to read that, you would have a hard time understanding that. Yeah. Yeah. Because people have a heart, people get balled up over that particular scripture right there. Why? Mm. Because they, people cannot separate the human from the divine. Here's a little snippet we can we can go right into uh, next time we talk, Rod. Listen to this. In the Son of Man, the body that Mary birthed, there was two lives there. Mm. There was two lives david the bible never says that the son of man had two lives let me help you out in the book of john it says this for the father has life in himself why because he's from everlasting to everlasting has no beginning has no ending for the father has life in himself and he given the son to have life in himself. Well, who was what, what nature was the son of man, the son of man's nature was flesh. And the Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood. There was an eternal life and there was a natural life. Mm -hmm. The natural life was not God in nature. The natural life was a given life. No one gives God anything. God is from everlasting to everlasting. God is a spirit. Two lives within the son of man, from birth to death. Listen to the prophecy. Unto us a child is born. Here you have the arrival of the flesh. Unto Mm -hmm. us a son is given. Here you have the departure of the flesh. Jesus told his disciples, you will see me no more. But then they seen him again. Can anybody figure that out? Hmm. The flesh was the sacrifice. The flesh is what contained blood. The flesh is the lamb. The flesh is the prince. The flesh is the high priest. The flesh is the apostle. The flesh was called. The flesh was sent in the name of him who created him. Mm. Are you saying the son of man was created? No, the Bible says it. Jeremiah prophesied this. I have created a new thing. A woman shall compass a man. That new thing, Luke called it a holy thing. That holy thing was a body, because the Bible says, A body has now prepared me. The life of the flesh of that body was in the blood, and the blood had to be spilled. You understand why? Yeah. Because God was in Christ God was in the flesh He didn't become flesh No, God did not become flesh He created it and got in it To wit, God was in Christ Doing what? Reconciling the world back to who? Not the Son Back to himself You understand what I'm saying? So that very verse right there, me and my father are one. If 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 you can't ping that verse, or if you can't uh 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 line that verse with about 150 other scriptures, it's gonna lose you. Why? Because great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. It's this this, this is a this is a it's a mystery, man. But it's it it, it 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 um man. The Bible explains itself, man. Well, why is it a mystery? Why has it got to be written like that? Because, man, don't you know that God speaks in parables? This is one big parable. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because wow, it's not meant for everybody to receive, and and that sounds. I don't know man that's why I said my breath is a miracle because it's really not meant for everybody to receive the pharisees mm. weren't meant they couldn't see past the veil when they were dealing with the son of man they couldn't see past the veil mm. do you understand what i'm saying and that's how people are the same way that people were then is the same way that people are now they can't see past the veil and mm. i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to tear the veil for people and show you who God is and what he did. So you can stop saying there's three of them. Mm. So I can show you that God is one God, that he's one. Why? Because I don't want you to deceive yourself, man. And then you get, then you come to the judgment seat and then you get, you, you get found guilty of, of, of idol worship. Then you, you get found guilty of being a, uh, 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 or be be found guilty of uh, what's the word polytheism? Yeah, I want you to understand that God is one, one God, singular one, and He did something for us. Hmm. He entered into time and space and revealed Himself through a body that He called Son. That's why the Bible says the full see the godhead is simple the godhead is the john four twenty four. god is a spirit that's the godhead where was the godhead the fullness of the godhead was in a body and mm-hmm. that is the revelation of jesus christ and next time we talk we can get into the difference between son of man and son of god because there's a difference
1: Absolutely. they're not the same Well, it's interesting how Jesus is being referred to the Son of Man in many places instead of the Son of God, which you think would actually be what they would be calling him in the context of how it's being delivered. But it's done purposefully, flip-flopped, because this is a mystery. This is one of those things where we are working it out with fear and trembling. We're on this journey with you guys as listeners, wanting to know how... I say to people a lot of times, bro, I say the God we wish to worship. <laughs> because right. If everybody is sitting around pointing a finger saying, No, we're you're wrong, I'm right, no, they're right over there, halfway right, but they're wrong about this. I want to know what the word says. Let me show you this real quick if we got time. Yeah. yeah.
0: There is there is a difference between son of man and son of God. Now, you said that the Bible, you know, the it uses Son of God, Son of Man, interchangeably at times in various Gospels. That's true. Mm-hmm. But, but take this into consideration. Listen to what John preached in First John chapter 3, verse 2. This is what he said. Even when Jesus was on earth, even though he referred to himself as Son of God, what he is, was he the Son of God then? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: but But what he is hadn't appeared because first John says this first John chapter three, verse two, beloved, now are we the sons of God? So right now, according to this, John is saying, Rod, you and I right now, we are the son of God, the sons of God, right? That's what he's saying. But listen to this second part. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. When Jesus referred to himself as the son of God while he was in the flesh, what he shall be hadn't appeared yet. So therefore, he was speaking things that are not as if they are, and only God does that.
1: Wow. Interesting. I mean, we see even the son of the most high in, in Luke 1.32, right? We see the son of David mentioned second. again. Well, Hey, In Matthew 1 1 right the son of God Matthew 2754 the son of man Matthew 820 this is fascinating Luke all right Luke 132
0: pay attention to the language the but Gabriel told Mary this he said and he shall be called the son of the Most High listen that shall be is a future event before he Why? Because he was the seed of David, according to the flesh, the son of God, according to the spirit, Mm. according to the flesh. He was the seed of That's why Gabriel said he shall be. Why? Because when he was on earth, what he is hadn't appeared yet. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Son of God depicts the resurrected body of Christ. Why? Because it's spirit. So now you have a spirit. You have Jesus who is spirit. John 4, 24, God is spirit in a spiritual body. You're a spirit, right? But you're Mm -hmm. in a natural body. Your Mm -hmm. natural body is not eternal. Your natural body is temporal. Your natural body is not spirit. That's why when you go into the kingdom of heaven, you have to be changed because your flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God that included the son of man. The mm. son of man had to be changed to the son of God. Why? So God the eternal spirit could have an eternal body to manifest himself through. The eternal the eternal body Of Jesus is son of God Mm. the natural body of Jesus is son of man and son of God is only it's it's a parable just like okay your body right you look at your body right I I don't I'm not gonna walk up to you and see your body and say hey son of rod
1: unless it was a doppelganger or a clone no it's like i'm just
0: You kidding. understand what i'm saying? <laughs> yeah, With i know. Father, I know. father yeah. and son. Man, these <clears throat> titles they it's a parable. Yeah. Do you understand what i'm saying? It just it it it, it it's God is speaking in dark speeches. He's <clears throat> not speaking plain. Why? Because the mystery is only given to his people. Mhm. <clears throat> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why you see somebody, you know, you 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 so you have a debate with a non-believer and they'll quote Bible and have no clue what they're talking why? Because it's not meant for you to understand. Yeah. It's you're not able to. Yeah. It takes the spirit of God to reveal himself to you through this why? Because Jesus said the words that I speak are spirit. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And I just I'm I'm just trying to Show people we serve one God. What did God do in a nutshell? He put himself in a body to reveal himself. That's why I call the teaching the revelation of Jesus Christ. Man, look at the book of Revelation. The name of the, I I borrowed that name. The book of Revelation isn't called the book of Revelation. It's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. You understand what I'm saying? So what I do is, man, I just go through this with a fine tooth comb separate the human from the divine, and put it all in order. We start at spirit. We go through the creation of Adam. Why do you gotta go through that? Because the creation of the son of man is the same. He comes from two different places. There's one part of him that can't go where the other part comes from. That's why he had to be changed, how quick, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye.
1: The late Dr. Chuck Missler used to say this, and it always stuck with me. He said, you can be born once, but die twice. Right. You can be born twice, but only die once.
0: That's a fact.
1: And honestly, the mystery of the God we wish to worship, going through and fine combing this and saying, this is what God has given us. Because the scriptures say, what of themselves? This is for our edification, for our teaching, for our reproof, for our correction. And doctrine. And doctrine. Things written aforetime
0: are written for our learning exactly you know what I'm saying
1: and in the day we live in we need more huh? we need more voices like yours out in the airwaves I think the fireworks are great you know me and Michael Basham from Fringe Radio Network talk about this we're like hey talking about the Nephilim you know talking about aliens angels this stuff is fascinating it's the fireworks you draw people in but that's not the end goal the end goal is to plant and to water seeds and god alone will get glory for growing and faith comes by hearing the word right right and we are pushing uh, if we are coming up on the fig tree generation like some people believe we are if if we're going to see the spirit being poured out on all the flesh what a great way to have the correct signals going out, planting and watering seeds, getting back to the basics, but the basics are not simple. As you guys can tell from this part one, it is not just like, Oh, God is one. Good night. Everybody. No, his word is, (laughs) it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. Right. Oh, that means we got to look it up, guys. That means it is right. the duty of the princes and kings to find it out. That means we have great journeys. There's great exploits yet to be done. Right. And this is exciting because it is, is exciting like to do. It this is, is exciting.
0: Hey man, it's something that you said. I'm not trying to keep the conversation going, bro, but it's something that I'm you enjoying said. I'm doing it. It's something that you said, man. Everybody is waiting for that time when the spirit of God is here like it was in the book of Acts, you know what, man, let me warn somebody who feels that way. Let me just warn you before you welcome that or anybody, because whom much is given, much is required. You know, in the time of the book of Acts, man, when when the spirit first came on Peter and all of them and they were healing the sick and casting out devils and doing the exact same thing that Jesus did. You know what? There were people there to witness that. There were two people that witnessed that same thing, witnessed the great power of God. And these two people decided to lie to the Holy Spirit and died instantly. So, you know, we want that type of Holy Ghost power, man, but man, we better, listen, that may not be good for you if you're not really rooted in Christ, man. You may find yourself on the floor, man, and some brothers and sisters coming to carry your body out to bury you and then bury your wife a couple of hours later because God is not mocked, right? I'm not saying that to you personally. I'm not rebuttaling what you're saying. I'm adding on to it. That yes, we we want that type of Holy Ghost power, man. But but also let's let's just look at it for what it is.
1: It is important that we slow down and we get into the Word for ourselves. And with the way that Brother David has laid these scriptures out tonight, very streamlined. Easy. It's it's back to back to back. It should be easy for you guys to digest. And I'm going to ask and challenge you guys as listeners to go into the prayer closet. I want you guys to go and pray and say, God, take me deeper, work out the bugs in me, Lord God. Like David said, show me my, show me what's in my heart, and lead me in the way everlasting. It, we gotta be willing to just lay it down and say, God, work this stuff out of me, so I can come correct to you, empty ready to be filled up without a backup plan, without a book of doubts. We don't want to be writing down offenses and collecting all these wicked things. Don't let no root of bitterness grow up in you. Do not give place to the devil. So as we wind down here, man, just give us some quick close out words. If you want to be contacted, you can drop an email address. If you have like socials or anything that you want to verbally plug in, feel free to do so and I'll connect it into the show notes so that, uh, there might be somebody out there who needs to reach out to you and get, get some more clarity, some encouragements and prayer. So, yeah, um,
0: man, I don't really, you can, man, I'm just the average Joe, Rod. Right? You can, you can <laughs> hit me up on, uh, on Facebook messenger. My name on Facebook is David running his race Chavis running his race is all one word. And, um, send me a friend request and then send me a message. If you have a question about the Godhead and um, I will certainly take my time and go through the entire thing. Now in regards to the entire Godhead teaching, I just want to let you guys know that I use about 150 between 150 and 175 scriptures. And Mm. we have to start at the beginning. We cannot start where you want to start. I got to take you from the beginning to the end, from the creation of Adam to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You have to know all of it, you know, but you can hit me up on Messenger. You got to send me a friend request first because my Facebook is locked down. If, if, If you're not my friend
1: and you message me, it'll just go. I'll see it two years from now. I know that your brother Klaus has a YouTube channel, digital disciples ministries. You have done a couple videos on there, but I'll also leave that YouTube channel in the show notes, you guys, where you can find David's brother Klaus uh, in all the teaching that he has. Klaus is the one that comes up and prays here in Pennsylvania with us once a month. We've done uh, quite some wonderful things together and That's where you can find Brother David and him doing some of these teachings right there on the YouTube channel as well. You want to put it on the TV and sit around with the family and go through this. You can also do that on Digital Disciples Ministry YouTube channel. Well, bro, it has been an honor to have this conversation with you. I'm just thankful for your time and for your diligent heart to just want the Word of God to be lifted up above all these other opinions out there. It's quite... A fresh breath of air in these days we live in (laughs) thank you bro
0: i appreciate you having me man and you know the last thing that i'm gonna say in in this podcast is to to the to the people listening take your walk with jesus christ serious it's it's a serious thing he meant it when he said many will say lord lord and he'll say depart from me you worker of iniquity faith comes by hearing what the bible also says don't just be hearers of the word be doers of the word james said faith without works is dead and last but not least work out your own salvation with fear and trembling
1: amen well, that is it. That's the show, you guys. I don't care how you share the show. Just share it with a friend, family member, a coworker. You can send it through an email, a text message, or a word of mouth. But help us get this one out there. And God bless, and goodbye.
0: Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord, that you have on me and Rod, Lord God. Yes, Father. Father. You are worthy of all praise, all glory, and all honor. Yes, Lord, sir. And if it wasn't for you, Lord God, neither one of us would be here, Lord. Yes, and I just pray that you bless the conversation, Lord God. I pray that your spirit moves in the conversation, Lord. Your word yeah. says, for two or three gathered, you will be present in the midst of it all, Lord.